Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We gotta play football! It's fantasy football time with Billy and Billy on 790 KRD. Good Sunday morning to you, football fans. This is Billy and Billy on 790KRD. Another beautiful Sunday morning in the city of Louisville, Kentucky. And it's week four here in the NFL. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Billy Rutledge along with Billy Prickett. Billy, my man, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. Week four, got a great slate of games. Saints, Cowboys, Vikings, Bears, uh, Chargers, Dolphins. Obviously going to be a dog. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah, great slate of games for week four, and I'm really excited to to go through these and start talking about some matchups. Yeah, we got an hour-long show today, so we are taking calls. 502-571-7900. Again, that's 502-571-7900. Or tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett, too. We're getting you ready for week four. Eight one o'clock games today and four four o'clock games today. We'll keep you up to date with who's been injured, who's going to be playing. Some big names like Matthew Stafford, Rex Burkhead, Chris Godwin are all in the news Going to be seeing if they're going to be playing or not. We'll keep you up to date. We'll also give you some daily fantasy sports lineups. Some guys that will start for one week only. We know that's just been growing in popularity, so we'll give you those as well. But first, I want to start with some of the biggest news in the NFL this past week, and that's Melvin Gordon. He has ended his 64-day holdout, and he's going to lose probably close to a million dollars in fines from the team by the Chargers but not expected to play today, only going to be used in an emergency situation. But, Billy, I know you own Melvin Gordon in the iHeart Fantasy League. You probably got him at a discount if you drafted him in, in redraft leagues this year. So it looks like you're going to be able to turn a profit as he's going to come back before week five. Yeah, that kind of uh, was bad for my team when I took I took him in like the fourth or fifth round in our iHeart League, and I expected him uh, when I drafted him, it, the news was that they were allowing him to seek trades, so I expected him to be on a team uh, the first week of the season. And then right after I drafted him, they like shut down all contract talks and all of that. So it's great to have him back. Obviously, I got a huge win, my first win of the season last week in the iHeart Fantasy League over none other than Mike Rutherford. Uh, so shout out, Mike, for, for getting me that win. Uh, now I got Melvin Gordon coming back to my lineup, which will create Melvin Gordon Joe Mixon, Michael Thomas, and Amari Cooper. So I'll take that top four over most of other top fours in our league. A one and two start for you, but, you know, I feel like you can turn it around. You can make a run at it. Fantasy is such a tricky thing sometimes, even though you have the better players. You know, it's just week by week. Sometimes you're going to have a Terry McLaurin score more points than a Julio Jones. Right. And that's, you know, that's the love of fantasy football, and that's the trying to figure it out and trying to get that best lineup. I'll give you a quick update on my team in the iHeart League. I am 3-0. and I have scored really the most team. points in any team in the league. And I'll tell you this, Billy. I am benching Tom Brady, probably the greatest quarterback of all time, for Danny Dimes this I week. love it. I for love Daniel it. Jones, the New York Giants taking on the Washington Redskins. He pulverized my Buccaneers last <laughs> week in his rookie debut. Four touchdowns, two through the air, and two on the ground. Listen to this, Billy. The Redskins, in their first three games, in each game, they've allowed a 70% completion percentage, and they've allowed three touchdowns each by opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, I think he's a great daily fantasy play this week, and even in in fantasy leagues where you have a guy like Tom Brady with a tough matchup in Buffalo today, you got Dan- Daniel Jones in your bench with a, a fantastic matchup against Washington today. Insert him to your lineup. A plug-and-play uh, week this this week for him. And I think he's going to do big things for the Giants and may be able to turn their season around a little bit. Obviously, it hurts not having Saquon Barkley, which we'll get into here soon. Uh, but he looks really good last week and looks to be that that future franchise quarterback that they went for in the, with the sixth pick in the NFL draft. And that's something I want to stress about fantasy football. Just because you have a star name on your team doesn't mean he's the best start every yep. week. Now, you're going to have guys that you drafted in the first and second round that will probably start every week your running backs, maybe your high-end receivers like a Michael Thomas or Devontae Adams who played great on Thursday night. We'll get to that in a second. But fantasy football is so 
much about matchups. And when it comes to things like that, when Tom Brady is playing a tough Buffalo Bills defense on the road, the Bills who are undefeated this year, compared to a Daniel Jones playing a trash Washington Redskins defense, (laughs) I mean, you have to be able to make those decisions if you want to win and make the playoffs in fantasy football. And you can't let your ego get to you when you're sitting somebody on the bench like a Sony Michelle and starting some a no name like uh, Wayne Galman. Right. Yeah. And I think Daniel Jones, like I harped on, is a fantastic daily play this week. Only listed at 7,300 on FanDuel. Not sure what the price is on Dra- DraftKings quite yet. Um, but yeah, that's that's an excellent play to plug into your daily fantasy for this week. Again, we're talking fantasy football for a full hour today on 790 KRD. 502-571-7900 is the phone number at Billy R Sports and at Billy Prickett, too. You can tweet us. Before we start previewing the games and get to your phone calls, I want to talk about Thursday night football. The Eagles defeating the Packers 34-27 to in something that I didn't expect. You know, the Eagles were down. They were 1-2. and two. The Packers were undefeated at home. I mean, how many times do you beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay at Lambeau Field? But credit to the Eagles. They came back. They did it. Carson Wentz. I mean, I have a lot more faith in him after that game, 160 yards and three touchdowns. But really, it was the rushing attack for Mm -hmm. Philadelphia that was impressive. Jordan Howard had three total touchdowns, two touchdowns on the ground and 87 yards. Miles Sanders, he runs like that every week. He could be a rookie of the year candidate. But the Philadelphia Eagles offensive game really surprised me coming at the Packers defense, which we thought was more improved. Well, that's what happens in the NFL when you got a team on the ropes, a desperate team, but still talented like the Eagles are. You know, nobody expected them to be one and two thus far in the year. And even that one win was against Washington, which they didn't look good in the first half of that game. So, you know, they were a desperate team going into Lambeau Field on a Thursday night, and they came in and they outplayed the Packers. Like you said, that rushing attack, 5.3 yards per carry on 176 yards. Flip it to the other side for the Packers. And it's only a 3.9 average for 77 yards. And really, a lot of that came from Aaron Rodgers, who had five carries for 46 yards, averaging 9.2 yards a carry. Aaron Jones was bottled up all night. The Packers were forced to throw the ball 53 times, which is usually not a recipe for winning a football game. Right. And then they get down to the one-yard line to you know try and tie the game up, possibly go into overtime or, or win the game, you know. Uh, and they don't even run the ball one time from the one-yard line, ended up losing. So shout-out to the Eagles for getting that win. A huge win for them, keeps their season alive, and the Packers fall to 3-1 on the season at home in Lambeau. Are you concerned with Aaron Jones's output? I mean, that's three out of four games he's been under 100 yards, 13 carries for 21 yards. Now he was saved by a touchdown, mm-hmm. and he played against a good Philadelphia defense, or at least a front. But what what are your thoughts on Aaron Jones? Are you concerned about this yet? Because Matt LaFleur... His offense predicates running the ball. You saw it enough, but it doesn't seem like the Packers can get that going. I'm not quite concerned about it yet, just because the Packers have had some tough matchups as far as on the ground. They've uh, faced the Bears, the Vikings, and the Eagles so far this year. All have a incredible rush defenses. I think I saw earlier this week that the Eagles average 1.9 yards a carry against them rushing-wise. So Aaron Jones has had some really tough matchups this far through the season and has been saved by a few touchdowns here and there uh, fantasy-wise and some receptions. If you're in PPR, he had six catches this week. So he still had a decent output for you fantasy-wise. And I think uh, from now on, you know, the schedule gets a little, little bit easier for them as far as a rushing attack goes. So I'm not too worried about it yet. And we saw Devontae Adams really burst onto the scene. Ten catches for 180 yards. More than half of that was in the first half, it felt like. And then he had that toe injury late in the game, and it really looked like he couldn't walk on it very well. Uh, Kind of a turf toe situation, Mm -hmm. I've heard. It could hinder him into the future. Um, Something to be concerned about, but obviously if he's playing, he is the number one option for Green Bay, and you would start him no matter what. Yeah, and I saw a stat on the Eagles where they are giving up unbelievable numbers to to number one wide receivers. Like, I'm talking, you know, the Julio Joneses, the Michael Thomases, the big elite receivers – the Eagles allow them to catch for over 100 yards almost every time they face one of them. So if, if moving forward, if you have a, a number one wide receiver going against Philadelphia, make sure to play them and look for the, to play them in daily fantasy as well. Devontae Adams proved that this week. Hopefully he can get healthy. Uh, like you said, that looked like a turf toe injury, which which could hinder him for a couple weeks. The Eagles now 2-2 two and two on the season. The Packers dropping to 3-1. and one. 502-571-7900 is the phone number if you'd like to join the show. And we'll go to our first caller. We go to Cliff. Cliff, my man, how you doing this morning? Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? We're good. I'm probably excited about this Bills-Patriots game tonight like you are. 
Yeah, you know, I've been thinking it's probably because of you two, because ever since your guys' show's been on, Buffalo Bills has been undefeated. I <laughs> think there's some correlation between that. Yeah, but, I think uh, that's fair. Eric Wood on the Patriots first show. Tonight. We're ready for the Patriots. I really do think that the Bills' defense is a top-tier de- defense. Uh, everybody's going to play for the Patriots, Edelman and Burkhead, so we get them at their full strength. But we got the crowd, and we're ready, and we're going to be circling the wagons today. I really, really do believe that this is going to keep on going. We got something good going here. You know, we don't have our starting running back, but Gore's ready to go. And, you know, I'm a believer this year. And what do you guys think? Well, yep. Thank you for the call, Cliff. We appreciate you calling in. Devin Singletary not expected to play today with a hamstring injury, so it will be Frank Gore getting the majority of the carries for the Buffalo Bills. Billy, this is a big game. This is probably the second biggest game of the day behind your Saints and Cowboys. Undefeated teams, the New England Patriots defense has looked better than their offense, I feel like, this season, and that's surprising to say. But the Buffalo Bills look a little different. They've got a great defense. Josh Allen is not turning the ball over. He's making plays with his rocket arm and his long legs. What do you think how it goes down in Buffalo today? Well, look, the Bills have a fantastic opportunity ahead of them here, right? Uh, Cliff said, you know, nobody's going to be picking the Bills. Everybody's on the Patriots wagon. They have a fantastic defense. I was a little skeptical of it coming into the year, but they have proven <laughs> they have proven that they have a really good defense. And their keys right now to the game are to get to Tom Brady. That is one way to beat the Patriots. You have to hit Tom Brady. You have to force turnovers on defense, and you have to limit turnovers offensively, which is something the Bills have struggled with thus far. Uh, Josh Allen has a couple fumbles, a couple interceptions. You can't do that against this New England defense today. And that offense, you have to rely on the run game. You have to pound the rock against this Patriots defense. They're one of the best ever through three weeks of the NFL season. Only have given up 17 points and something crazy like 500 yards. It's, it's really insane. Obviously, they haven't faced the level of competition that many other teams have faced so far, but that defense looks like the real deal. So the Buffalo Bills got to rely on Josh Allen and Frank Gore in the run game. Don't turn the ball over and get to Tom Brady, and they have a shot to pull it off in Buffalo today. I'm still going to take the Patriots probably by a touchdown, but you know we'll see. They have, they have a great opportunity ahead of them here taking on Tom Brady and the Pats. Yeah, the Patriots seven and a half point favorites is that that is a high line. I would have thought it'd been a little bit closer than that. That must be just taking in the history of it. The New England yeah. Patriots just really beating up on the Bills over the years. It is going to be key for Josh Allen to not turn over the ball. But I think probably one of the more locked in situation that fantasy owners have is the Patriots running back situation because Sony Michelle has not gotten off to a hot start. He's totaled 108 rushing yards over three games. He hasn't had a run longer than 13 yards this season. And now the Patriots fullback, James Devlin, is out for the game. So it's going to be really tough for Sony Michelle, a guy who's not good after first contact, to get a lot of rushing yards. So a guy I think you could keep. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. If you're having a tough running back situation today, 
and maybe you got him on the bench or he's on the waiver wire, Rex Burkhead. Yeah. He is expected to play today. He is getting more and more snaps. And if you're in a situation where you're not using a fullback, I think Rex Burkhead is going to get more usage than Sony Michelle. And despite going against a tough Buffalo defense, you know, this is a Patriots team that they get they like to get down to that one two yard line and hand it off to their back to get the score. Yeah, and another great guy to look for in daily fantasy this week. What what are your thoughts on James White though? He was out last week, his wife was in labor. He hasn't been putting up the same numbers he was last year, which was to be expected. I mean, he was he was putting up crazy PPR numbers last year. They got a crowded backfield in New England. A lot of people took him pretty early in fantasy drafts, let's say fifth or sixth round, and you know he's not producing as well as you could have hoped. Do you think he can produce well in Buffalo today? I think he would. I would start him over Sony Michelle, but that's I'm, that's I'm not very high on him. Yeah, I'm not going to start him over um, a consistent RB two or even an RB three because I just don't like the matchup. I think the Patriots are going to struggle with this Bills defense, and that's why I'm starting Danny Dimes over Tom Brady is because, you know, Tom Brady has averaged only about 15 points against the Bills the last three years. Wow, I didn't know that. So Tom Brady, great quarterback, but fantasy, fantasy, statistically, this is what we talked about at the beginning of the show. It is different than just starting the best teams or the best players, right, Billy? It's about the matchups, and that's why we have Terry McLaurin a red, wide receiver for the Washington Redskins on a team that's 0-3, probably the fantasy story of the season, a guy that's getting about you know 50% of the targets there, which is a crazy amount. And you know you kind of find those diamonds in the rough. And you know that's going to be a, a big game. I'm really hoping for Buffalo Bills and, and Cliff's team to pull it out there. Yeah, and we got a text. Speaking of McLaurin, we got a text from our news director, Josh, asking us who to start today, McLaurin, DJ Chark, or Demarcus Robinson out of Kansas City. Who do you like there, Billy? Well, DJ Chark has been another revelation in fantasy this year. Absolutely. A guy that you picked up on the waiver wire. They play a stingy Denver Broncos team on the road. Now, I don't know what your thoughts are about Gardner Minshew yet, Billy, <laughs> but I am a huge fan. Yes. Huge fan of Uncle Rico. Yeah. The gunslinger that comes out, only wears his jock strap around the locker room. I think he's got that it factor to be a leader if he can keep up the the decent play, not turning the ball over. But what were the other options with well, a Kansas City receiver, right? Yeah, Demarcus Robinson and uh, Terry McLaurin, which we just had on. I am starting Terry McLaurin. Me too. Because Terry McLaurin has been a revelation this year. He is on a team that is going to pass the ball. They'll probably be down against the New York Giants. And I think he's going to get a, a high percent of the usage. When it comes to the Kansas City receivers, I don't think they're a bad start week to week, but they're a very high risk start. They are. Because, just because there's so many of them, you never you, they have a new favorite every week, like uh, McCole Hardman went off last week. The week before that was Demarcus Robinson. Tyreek Hill is still out. Uh, so, you know, it's just an ever-changing beast there with, with the wide receivers in Kansas City. Also, Travis Kelsey eating up some targets there, too. So I think McLaurin is the safe play here. He's a great matchup against the Giants, who don't have a great pass defense and uh, has proven to be the number one target for Washington. Again, if you'd like your fantasy questions answered, you can tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett 2 or you can call in 502-571-7900. The Cincinnati Bengals will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football, so we have an hour-long show today taking you up to noon, breaking down all the games, injury news, everything that's breaking down. It's Billy Rutledge and Billy Prickett. And we're going to take our first break here on 790-KRD. You're listening to Billy and Billy on 790-KRD. Welcome back. It's fantasy football time here on 790-KRD. I'm Billy Rutledge along with Billy Prickett. It's Billy and Billy. You can tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett too. Get your fantasy questions answered or call in 502-571-7900. And that's what Wise Guy did. He tweeted, Billy, who do you think has more rushing yards tonight, Ezekiel Elliott or Alvin Kamara? Now, this is the other big game of the day, Billy. The Is that the Sunday night matchup, yeah, I believe? Sunday night. Sunday yep. night, Dallas Cowboys traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The Cowboys are three-point favorites, a 48 48- uh, point zero over under. What do you think, Billy? Who gets more rushing yards, and who do you think comes out on top between these two NFC powers? Well, I do want to say that former UFL defensive tackle and now New Orleans Saints defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins is likely to play today. He's going to be a game-time decision, but Sean Payton is acting like he is healthy and ready to go, and barring any setbacks and warm-ups, he is going to get the start. 
So that's going to help out that Saints run D a lot. A run D that hasn't allowed a 100-yard rusher in, I think, over like 16 games or something like that. Now, what scares me about this is Zeke hasn't had his big Zeke game. Right. You know, he hasn't, you know, he's been solid so far, but he hasn't had that big breakout game where he rushes for over 100 yards, a couple touchdowns. And I'm a little scared that's going to happen tonight. But I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara getting more rushing I yards. Bet you just would. because Sheldon Rankins being in the lineup affects that run defense so much. It's going to be much better than it has been the first three weeks of the season. And the Saints defense has been known to just get better and better at the, you know, at the beginning of the season, they start off not too hot and they just get better and better as the week, as the weeks go on. So I do think Alvin Kamara has more rushing yards, but Zeke's obviously going to get his, I mean, they're both going to have great games tonight. And honestly, it's the game to watch for this week. Do you agree with that? I think it is Yeah, just because how good the Cowboys have been. Um, Kellen Moore uh, will be an NFL coach. If not next year, the year after, he has been great as the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. And, Billy, let me tell you this. Our tweeter asked who would have more rushing yards tonight, Ezekiel Elliott or Alvin Kamara. So far this season, 60% of Kamara's fantasy points have come as a pass catcher. So if you're going to tell me how many, who's going to have more rushing yards this week, I think it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. I think it's possible that the Cowboys get an early lead and they have to rely on him to grind it out the rest of the, the rest of the game. But I also think if that scenario happens, then the Saints are going to be passing. Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to be making some plays, and he is going to be relying heavily on Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. So I actually like Alvin Kamara a little bit better as a fantasy play this week. Right. But I think Ezekiel Elliott gets more rushing yards and he could have just as good of a week. But, I mean, you're playing, you got two superstars. If this guy has both of them on his team, I think he start both of them, even though it's in the same game. If he had both of them, I mean, that's a pretty strong team right there. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great matchup. Who do you like? And I see Dallas is favored by three. Uh, ESPN FBI actually has New Orleans with a 55% chance to win tonight. So I think it's it's probably the better underdog pick of the week if you want to go with the Saints in a parlay, increase your payout a little bit. Obviously, I'm a homer, though. So who do you like to win this game? You are a homer. I have been to the Superdome for a Tampa Bay-New Orleans game back mm-hmm. in 2002, mm-hmm. 2001, 2002. So I know how loud that place can be. That's right. It is a, a deathly home environment for teams like the Cowboys. But I'm going Dallas, man. They are a revelation this year, and I keep saying that word, but did you see Jerry Jones walking down Bourbon Street last night? <laughs> I did see that. Did you hear the chants from the people there? I mean, this is a different team. They got Ezekiel Elliott. They got Amari Cooper, who has been a top fantasy receiver this year. I just hate the Saints, so I'm going <laughs> Cowboys all the way. I think they cover uh, that three-point favorite I, I do agree that they, they have looked a lot better, especially offensively this year, but they're another team that hasn't had – you know, a tough schedule yet. This is their first test. The Saints are really uh, going to give it their all at, at home, and they usually don't lose in these environments. At home, on prime time, they've only been underdogs twice in the Sean Payton era, both games against Atlanta in 2006 and 2015. They won both of those games outright. They just don't lose at home in prime time. It's, it's just they play at an incredibly high level no matter how good or how bad they are each okay, year. Okay, but Billy, 98% of the time, that's with Drew Brees. He's a Hall that. of Fame quarterback. I get that. And I love but Teddy. But Teddy looked good last week. I love Teddy. But okay. how is he going to do this week? I mean, do you have the faith I do. as a fan I do. that he is going to get you a couple wins while Drew Brees is out with a thumb injury? I do. And I think that defense is going to be playing super fired up today. Brett Favre talked about it earlier this week, actually, that as an opposing quarterback in the Superdome, it is physically exhausting having to call plays, call audibles, you know, run to your guys at the line of scrimmage, let them know what's going on. And he had to conserve his energy because of that. Because at the end of the game, after all of that yelling and screaming, he was just physically exhausted. And, you know, he threw a pick in the NFC Championship all those years ago in the fourth quarter. And the Saints ended up winning that game and going on to win the Super Bowl. So it's just a really challenging environment for an opposing quarterback to play. And especially a guy like Dak Prescott, who has yet to come to the Dome. And I think I'm taking that over because I think they, oh, these yeah. two teams could score. Just, you know, I hope Teddy is going to bring it today. I hope he throws the ball down the field. I think that's the biggest knock I against him. I think he will. Him. I think he will. And uh, hopefully gets these guys involved. Yep. Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford is expected to play versus the Chiefs today, but he is dealing with a lot of hip pain. He was a late addition to the injury report later this week. So he will go. Not sure if he'll play the entire game with the hip, and he's had a nagging back injury. But this is one of the, another game to watch today. The Chiefs at 3-0 and the Lions undefeated at 2-0-1. This game at 1 o'clock on Fox. The spread, Kansas City favored by 7.5. Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP. First game as professional playing in a dome. How do you think he does today 
against the Lions. I mean, him playing indoor is, is pretty scary when you think about it, and I think this this Chiefs team is going to steamroll the oh, Lions, steamroll. honestly. I mean, I, I've picked against the Lions the last couple of weeks. Obviously, that's come back to bit me, but this Chiefs team is different, man. They're so fast. You put Patrick Mahomes indoors against the, this Detroit team who's probably a little overrated coming in. Uh, 2-0-1. I, I, I just think they win by a couple touchdowns in Detroit today. Well, the Lions have looked good. They beat the Eagles on the road. They beat the Chargers at home. Chargers who have been riddled by injury, but who I picked to be in the Super Bowl this year. And then they tied the Cardinals in week one. And the revelation has been now, I was going to say Tyler Lockett, but he plays for Seattle. He used to play <laughs> for Detroit. But I would say TJ Hawkson. I think he is a great daily play for tight ends in Detroit because Kansas City is has allowed the most fantasy points by tight ends this year. Hmm. It's been an, an okay defense. They haven't been terrible like we've expected the first few weeks, but they haven't been great. And I think that's a guy that you could get for low value in daily and who, if the if the Chiefs go up big and they go and Patrick Mahomes throws for four touchdowns in a quarter again, you could see the Lions be throwing the ball for most of the game, and you could get TJ some good production. Yeah, hopefully Stafford stays healthy in that case. Uh, like you said, he's dealing with some injuries, and for the Lions to have any chance in this game today, Stafford has to play well. And Hawkinson, who's a guy who really came on the scene uh, week one, a breakout game, hasn't really done much since. But like you said, the Chiefs defense has given up a lot to tight ends, and he's going to come at a low, low price in daily just because how bad he's been the last two weeks. Obviously due for a big game, I think, and I, I do like that pick of Hawkinson. Running through the 1 o'clock games right now, if you wanted to join the show, call in 502-571-7900 or tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett 2 The Browns will travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Browns 1-2, and two, the Ravens 2-1 and one at 1 o'clock. The spread, Baltimore favored by seven and a half points. It's been uh, a tale of two seasons for these two teams. It's been very disappointing for Bacon Merrifield and the Browns, especially that loss on, uh, was it Monday night against the Rams mm-hmm. last week? And then the Ravens, who had Lamar Jackson and who was averaging over 99 rushing yards per game in his five regular season starts at, in Baltimore. I mean, this is they've, been, they've looked great. The Browns haven't. Are you on the Baltimore hype train at home with John John Harbaugh today? I don't know if I'm on the Baltimore hype train necessarily. I do think they get the win today. These teams are kind of polar opposites. Coming into the season, the Browns had all the hype. The Ravens were like, "Uh, maybe they'll be 8-8. Maybe they'll be, you know, whatever, mediocre. And now the Ravens have looked really good thus far through the year, and the Browns have not. And the Ravens coming in this game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At home, favored. I do think they get the win, but... The Ravens look like the third best team in the AFC right now, but the gap between the Chiefs and the Patriots and the rest of the AFC right. is really unbelievable. So I'm not all on board on the Ravens but hype train just because team, of that. Right? They are. They are they are a solid, good team in 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 the AFC. They should make the playoffs, should win the AFC North, but I don't see anyone unseating the Chiefs or the Patriots in the AFC this year. Yeah, I'm not starting Jarvis Landry. I'm still starting Odell Beckham. Nick Chubb has been pretty good in fantasy despite the Browns' rocky start. He has a chance to join Todd Gurley as the only player since 2009 to have at least 17 carries and three receptions in each of the team's first four games. So Nick Chubb still getting that usage despite Freddie Kitchens not knowing what he's doing half the time while he's out there. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent. I think you play him today, although Baltimore's defense you know, is a tough matchup for him. I think you sit Baker Mayfield this week I, I don't see him you really know, he hasn't been great thus far in the year if you have a better option on your bench or you know a guy that like Daniel Jones with the, with a better matchup than this one I say you plug and play there uh, I have Philip Rivers in another league obviously playing him over Baker Mayfield as they take on the Dolphins today so if you you know look for another option outside of Baker Mayfield with this tough matchup on the road in Baltimore today is Lamar Jackson an MVP candidate this year Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I'd say he's the second-best option right now behind Mahomes, but Mahomes, as of now, seems to be running away with it once again. 
but yeah, he's he's looked phenomenal. Obviously had a rocky start to the game last week against Kansas City, but other than that, he has played some great football. Yeah, I would say him, Mahomes, and Dak Prescott would yeah. be the three front runners for MVP this year. Prescott is just on a tear with the Cowboys this year. They've looked completely different. All right, the Titans will travel to Atlanta today to take on the Falcons. These teams are both one and two. The Falcons favored by three and a half. I have been burnt so many times by both of these teams. Yes. Really, the Falcons have have not covered in a ton of games. They've always let me down. And the Titans, meanwhile, after that explosion over the Browns, have reverted back to the mean, which it seems like after that loss last Thursday against the Jaguars. Is there anybody that jumps off the page for you here? Is it Julio Jones for the Falcons since the Titans have such a good rushing defense? Is it Derrick Henry for the Titans because he's the only fantasy relevant guy for Tennessee? I mean, what steps out for what pops out to you for this one o'clock game? I don't think anyone really jumps off the page at you. I mean, obviously, Julio Jones is is a good play any week. Calvin Ridley, maybe Calvin. Yeah, I'd say Calvin Ridley probably has a chance to get in the end zone. Uh, Derrick Henry, the, the Atlanta run D is not good. It hasn't been good in a long time either, and they give up a lot of catches to running back too. And I know Derrick Henry doesn't get involved on that side uh, as much, but he could still have a big game in Atlanta today. That, this game just scares me betting-wise if we're looking at it. Atlanta favored at three at home, and I don't think... Hey, there's Tony Vanetti just interrupting the uh, broadcast. But back to it, this game scares me. I have the Falcons winning in a parlay, but... Man, I could just see this flipping the exact opposite way and Tennessee just dominating randomly like they did against Cleveland week one. I was a parlay guy for the first three weeks of the season. I'm not a parlay guy anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of picking five straight games and then losing the sixth one and then yes, losing the it bet. it sucks. What do you think about when I say the name Derrick Henry as a fantasy running back? Do you think of him as an RB2? Do you Where, where do you rank him, Derrick Henry, on a, an anemic Titans offense? But when I say his name, do you think of a fantasy superstar immediately? I don't think fantasy superstar. I'd say fringe running back too. An excellent flex if you have two other good running backs. Um, he just needs to be a little bit more involved with the passing game, I think. And obviously, that's not one of his one of his strengths. Well, but that'll in, never happen, right. right? In PPR leagues, I mean, if he was catching three or four passes a game, adding adding that much points, it would be helpful. And I don't know. He just he's great on the goal line. Obviously, he's a big body. He's going to get his touchdowns, but. He's not a fantasy superstar. Like I said, an excellent flex play for injury running back. Okay, well, let me tell you this, Billy. Yeah. Since week 13 of last season, Derrick Henry has run for 11 touchdowns. Yeah. No other player has run for more than seven. So over that stretch, only Christian McCaffrey has more fantasy points among running backs. Now, a lot of that could have been to the... The what the fantasy playoff carrying that he did last year yes. against Jacksonville and several other teams. And he's been able to get into the end zone a little bit this season. But I don't think people necessarily think about that. They don't think he's the number two fantasy running back since week 13 last year when you say his name because the offense he's on. And, you know, it seems like he is saved by those one two yard rushing touchdowns. Exactly. That yeah. the Titans get and the Titans. They're, they're not going to be up in a lot of games to where they need to run the ball, grind out the clock. They play from behind quite often, and, you know, Marcus Mariota, when they take that offense into the air, that's when it becomes anemic. If they were a little better, uh, maybe defensively, and they could grind out the clock a little bit more when they're up in games with Derrick Henry, he would have more value. Uh, but right now, yeah, he sits around that running back two range. I'm starting him over Sonny, Sonny Michelle. I like that. Overall Patriots running backs. Yeah. Uh, if you have a fantasy question that you'd like answered, who, if you'd like to know if we'd start Derrick Henry over one of your players, you can call us at 502-571-7900 or tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett 2. Cam Newton is expected to miss today's game. He's expected to miss more time after it came out that his foot injury was a little bit worse than what we had found out to this point. Um, the Panthers taking on the Texans. Panthers 1-2 and two to the Texans 2-1, and one, another 1 o'clock game. Houston favored by 5.5, and, and it's the Kyle Allen show. He's looked good. Uh, he had four touchdown passes against Arizona and three against Houston. So what do you think of Kyle Allen and this Carolina Panthers offense? Do you think that we saw Christian McCaffrey, he'll have a good week last week. I still think he's an obvious RB1 but the Panthers as a whole, do you think they can go on the road and, t- and knock off a team like Deshaun Watson and the Texans? I like Deshaun Watson and the Texans a lot this year. They they really stood out to me week one in New Orleans and have played well, obviously winning their last two. So I don't think Carolina can go into Houston and win today. But I have to ask you this. 
Is Cam doing the best quarterback on Carolina's roster? Because I'm not sure. Kyle Allen has looked fantastic, and that's dating back to last year when he started for them week 17. Um, Cam Newton sat out of that game in New Orleans. New Orleans had some guys sitting, too, going into the playoffs, obviously, but he played well. I think he threw for four touchdowns, and now he's continuing that against, you know, full healthy teams coming into the season. So I have to ask you, is Kyle Allen the best quarterback on this roster or is Cam Newton? I think that you can't say that yet. Okay. I think Cam Newton I, that's is still fair. the number one overall pick. He's still injured. He had to play that game. He's coming off a shoulder injury and a foot injury, so obviously not 100%, but seven touchdowns through two games and two top seven fantasy finishes in his first two weeks. If he's not picked up in your league already, you need to pick him up now. And I think that Carolina Panthers have looked good and that they could still ride him the entire season if he continues this hot streak because I'm not a big Cam Newton fan and his antics, dressing up, and all the things that he does, but Kyle, Kyle Allen has looked good. We have some breaking news. Redskins receiver Terry McLaurin is not expected to play today Whoa. versus the New York Giants. He will be inactive today. Okay, well, Josh, uh, who texted us earlier about that Terry McLaurin question, disregard everything we said about that, and I would say probably play Demarcus Robinson in that case. But, yeah, that's that's on, that's huge. I mean, he's their number one wide receiver in a game that they need to win on the road at uh, New York today. So that's going to be a big hit for them and a big hit to a lot of people's fantasy rosters as well. Yeah, let's talk about that. The Redskins 0-3 travel to New York to take on the 1-2 Giants. The game at 1 o'clock, the Giants favored by 3 no McLaurin for the Redskins and no Saquon Barkley for the Giants, but Wayne Gallman will get the start. He was the number one waiver wire ad this week. Do you think he lives up to the hype of a Saquon Barkley, or is he just more of a uh, flex, maybe a low R- RB2 play? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he quite lives up to Saquon Barkley's potential, obviously, but I do think he, he fits in fantasy lineups this week. I picked him up in a couple leagues, uh, plugged him in my flex, for this week, it's obviously a great matchup. Saquon Barkley actually just tweeted not too long ago that 22 is going to go off today. So if you're going by Saquon Barkley's words of wisdom, play Wayne Gallman today. We'll see how he does. Uh, the New York Giants is an exciting game for them. I mean, they can get to 500 pretty early on in the season, riding that Daniel Jones train, and let's see what they can do from here. Yeah, like I said at the beginning of the show, the Redskins defense has been atrocious and since against opposing quarterbacks uh, have completed over 70% of their passes and throw for three scores in each game. I think Daniel Jones is a QB two this week, starting him over Tom Brady and for the Redskins, man, I think Jay Gruden should be the next coach fired mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think the Redskins have not been good. The giants are eight and three with a plus 65 point differential in their past 11 home games against Washington. So this is, there's a lot of history between this matchup. Daniel Jones looked great in their la- in the last game, so I'm going Giants big here. Let me ask you this. Yes. Which quarterback do you trust more, Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago or Kirk Cousins in Minnesota? Because we have those two teams going head-to-head today, a one-point spread in favor of Chicago. So probably the closest matchup of the week. Which one of those quarterbacks do you trust more fantasy-wise and just for their respective teams? Well, you know, Mitchell Trubisky was a a dark horse MVP candidate before the season started. How crazy it is to say that looking (laughs) back. And the Bears with the better defense, I'm going to go Mitchell Trubisky. And only because of the matchup here. Now, if you were just saying in general, I think I would say Kirk Cousins. Because I like his weapons more. I like that he plays in a dome pretty often. You know, he's getting paid a ton of money to fumble the ball that many times. But... You know, I would say Kirk Cousins normally, but today I'm not starting either of these quarterbacks. But Mitchell Trubisky, I think that he's a little bit better of a game manager. He's not going to lose the game as many times as Kirk Cousins would as our Vikings fan, Corey producer, nods in agreement (laughs) behind the glass. But the Bears, a one and a half point favorite. I like the under in this game because they're both good defenses and Dalvin Cook. You called him a bust in our first ever show, Billy. The yeah. fantasy fan, Billy and Billy fantasy football mock draft special. Billy Prickett called him a bust, and now he is the league's leading rusher. <laughs> I don't know if he cracks a hundred yard rushing today, but I think the Bears uh, will get the win. Yeah, that Dalvin Cook prediction obviously is not turning out well for me. He's had a fantastic season. I would like to say that when I called him a bust, I, I said you know if he turns out and rushes for you know a hundred yards a game. 
then you can, you, you know, you can give me stuff for it, whatever. But uh, this game here today, it's almost like two identical teams, two quarterbacks who are underperforming uh, that expected to have better years this season, two defenses that are playing unbelievably thus far in the season. So something has got to give. This seems like like a Big Ten game that's going to be like six to three or something like hey, that. Hey, Billy, let me read you off Stephon Diggs' stat line in 2019. You ready for this? Yeah. Three catches for 15 yards. One catch for 49 yards and a touchdown and a fumble. Two catches, uh, 37 yards, no touchdowns. Does he break out against the Bears? I mean, it's a tough game to do it against <laughs> with the number one defense in the NFL, but what is going on with Viking receivers? Is it Stephon Diggs is just getting double teamed at this point? Is Adam Thielen not producing like he's used to? What is the deal with Diggs? And should fantasy owners start to put him on his, on your bench? Well, maybe I should have called Diggs the biggest bust coming into the season yeah. because that's really how it's turned out, uh, especially for this Vikings team. But, you know, Mike Zimmer harped on in the offseason, they want to run the football. And they have definitely done that thus far in the year. Dalvin Cook is what makes that offense go. And that's why you're seeing a huge drop-off in targets, receptions, all of that for the two Vikings stud receivers, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. And I've heard some Stephon Diggs trade talk lately, a couple of rumors floating around that he might want out of Minnesota because of that, or they're willing to trade off that big contract because they're not relying on the pass game as much. So, you know, Stephon Diggs obviously has been disappointing for most uh, fantasy owners. Adam Thielen is still producing kind of well. He's getting in the end zone some. He's still getting his catches finishing with double-digit uh, fantasy points, but not quite what you expected. You likely drafted him as a, a fringe wide receiver one, wide receiver two. It's Billy and Billy on 790 KRD talking fantasy football every Sunday at 11 a.m. Before we go to our final break of our hour-long show today, we have another tweet. If you want to tweet us at Billy R Sports or at Billy Prickett 2 or call in 502-571-7900, we'll get your fantasy football lineups ready to go before 1 o'clock. This guy is asked, who should I start at quarterback today, Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? It's a good segue because they play against each other today at 4 o'clock. The 2-1 and one Seahawks will play at Arizona, who is 0-2-1 on the season. It's not what Cliff Kingsbury envisioned to start his NFL coaching career, but Arizona hasn't looked too bad so far. The air raid attack has really lent to Kyler Murray as a good fantasy option and and some of the receivers there like Larry Fitzgerald who I have as a daily fantasy pick mm-hmm. this week. I think I'm just going to pick all of the Cardinals receivers for daily fantasy football this year because I think I picked them last week as well and I'm going to pick them again this week because they are in prime position to get a lot of usage. Kyler Murray last week versus the Lions, 308 yards and two touchdowns. He had 349 yards versus the Ravens. I mean, nobody's throwing it more than the 2019 Cardinals this year. And But Russell Wilson's a little bit of a better quarterback. He, he, re, he really did a good job against the Saints last week. Who would you pick in that, in that uh, scenario, and who do you think gets the win today? That's a tough one for me, man. I, I think I would probably go Kyler Murray just because his ceiling is a little bit higher. Uh, Russell Wilson is the safer pick. Obviously, he's a solidified quarterback one uh, in fantasy football. A lot of his points last week, though, came off of junk yards when they were down uh, 33 to 14 going into the fourth quarter. So a lot of that came from that. This is an intriguing game for me, though. The Cardinals at home, they finally get to play in their dome uh, against Seattle, who struggled last week in New Orleans. Like you said, Larry Fitzgerald is an excellent daily fantasy play this week. I think this this might be the week where he really shines And I think David Johnson has a big game, too. You saw what Alvin Kamara did to that Seattle offense in Seattle last week. Now Seattle is going on the road against a a running back similar to Alvin Kamara and that he can make plays in the passing game and the run game. So I think he is is an excellent play for Daly this week and obviously should be your running back one. You likely drafted him in the first round. A couple stats. Murray has 137 passing attempts through his first three career games, the most by any player since the 1970 merger. That's how many times he's going back to pass and throwing. And if he could just run a little bit more, I think he is a low QB1 option, QB high-end QB2. And that may be surprising, but I feel like Arizona starts to string it together, going to start scoring more touchdowns, and I would start him over Russell Wilson. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, it's been Chris Carson, who has struggled fumbling the ball, three fumbles this year, and after only two in 2018. So we could see more of Rashad Penny, I believe he is playing in this game, the injury report, so he's going to get a little bit more usage. Chris Carson, somebody that I think is going to see a little bit of decline in his production over the coming games. Yeah, he's definitely in the doghouse for Seattle right now with all of those fumbling issues. And now Rashad Penny, 
who is listed as a game time decision, but I think Pete Carroll said he expects him to play. Could take some uh, some good chance to play is what um, gotcha Carroll has said. He, he definitely will take some some touches away from Carson. So that that kind of hurts one of my fantasy teams. I wanted to ask our listeners as I'm kind of facing an issue right here with Chris Carson in my flex or LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy getting the start for Kansas City today. Damian Williams out once again. So I'm I'm a little mixed up there. I mean, I think I I think LaShawn McCoy is the better pick because his ceiling is higher and Chris Carson has Rashad Penny right on his tail, ready to take those touches. So go ahead and tweet me at Billy Prickett 2 at Billy R Sports. Let me know. And to that, we'll take our final break. If you want to call into the show, 502-571-7900 is the phone number. We'll run through the final games that we have and and a couple of ins and outs when it comes to injury-wise. You're listening to Billy and Billy on 790 KRD. It's week four. And fantasy football time here on Billy and Billy on 790 KRD. You can tweet us at Billy or Sports or at Billy Prickett 2. Call in 502-571-7900. Billy, what's some of that feedback there you're getting on the uh, LaShawn McCoy or Chris Carson decision? Yeah, yeah what I expected. Most people are on the, the LaShawn McCoy train. Uh, Chris Carson in the doghouse lately in Seattle with those fumbling issues and Rashad Penny likely to play today, take away some touches. So I'm rolling with with LaShawn this week, and they have a great matchup at Detroit. Billy, if I told you who is the top wide receiver in fantasy football this year and the second best running back in fantasy football this year, what team would you say they belong to? They're on the same team. They're on the same team. The second best fantasy running back this year and the number one receiver this year. And what team are they both on? I I literally have no clue who that could be. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. Keenan Allen is the number one receiver in Mm. fantasy this year Mm -hmm. with 86 points after a huge outing last week. He had 43 points in my dynasty league. Uh, And then the number two running back, Austin Eckler, has really shined with Melvin Gordon out. Now, Gordon coming back. Justin Jackson is out for today's game, so I expect Eckler's usage to even go up more. So, But unfortunately, with Melvin Gordon coming back, you could see his production start to dip a little bit. I still think he could be a flex option later in the year. But the Chargers, only 1-2 and two this year. They traveled this week. They will play the Dolphins, another 1 o'clock game on CBS. The Chargers, 14.5-point favorites. And despite all the injuries for the Chargers this week, I mean, you have Mike Williams out, Justin Jackson out, Hunter Henry out, Virgil Green out. So it's going to be tough for the Chargers, but they they got a good matchup against the Dolphins. Yeah, do you think they can cover this spread? I picked them to cover it, but I am not too sure about it. The Chargers are a team that seem like they lose games that they should win, and they win games that they should lose. So I have them covering that 14-and-a-half spread this week. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I think they I think they do as well. It's not going to be 23 like it was against the Patriots. Uh, but or the uh, the game before against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but I I do think the Chargers cover it. I think Philip Rivers is a top five quarterback in the league still, and I think that they they get it done. Uh, not too much really to debate there. Really, yeah. uh, that is my survivor pool pick of the week as well. A little concerned with all the injuries, but I think they get it done. Another game, the Buccaneers will travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Bucks one and two after the loss to the Giants, and the Rams three and zero. Another one of my Super Bowl picks. The other Los Angeles team has been great at home. The Rams a nine-point favorite in this one. I got my Bucko Bruce shirt on. <laughs> Jameis Winston is the drug. I cannot kick. He will keep me in game, but he'll throw a pick to make my heart hurt. Who do you like here? Do you think the Bucks can cover that spread? And do you think they have a chance on the road against a good Rams team? I really don't. The Rams, and this is hard for me to say, have really impressed me this year. That offense is firing on all cylinders still. And like you said, they're a very good home team, the Buccaneers coming off a loss to the Giants. I think the Rams are a good daily fantasy play on the defensive side of the ball this week. Like you said, Jameis Winston is the drug you can't kick. He's likely to throw a few picks here and there, and this seems like a prime game for Jameis Winston to have his dumpster fire of a game, as I should say. Mike Evans was a guy that I listed as someone to target in trades before week three, and then week three comes and he scores 45 fantasy points in ESPN leagues. He had a Phenomenal day with the Bucks. Chris Godwin uh, was hindered with a hip injury through practice. He is expected to play today. I know a lot of fantasy users were relying on him. He didn't have the best game last week versus the Giants. But Bucks are going to be passing a lot, probably down against the Rams. How about this? Jared Goff is averaging 83.5 more fantasy points per game at home than on the road. 
throughout his career. So expect Jared Goff to be uh, a high-end QB2 today. And L.A., 7-1 against the spread in its past eight games, including 3-0 this season. So Rams, a nine-point favorite. You might want to take them today at home against the Bucks. All right, another game that we'll talk about, the Jaguars at Broncos. This is not a very fun game, the 1-2 and two Jags versus the 0-3 Broncos. I believe Jalen Ramsey is making the trip despite having the flu, seeing his daughter born, demanding a trade. But it comes down really to Gardner Minshew and if he can uh, tear it up against this Broncos defense. Yeah, I'm surprised this over-under is actually lower than Minnesota and Chicago. But it's a very similar matchup in that you have two really good defenses here and two offenses who have proven to not be very explosive thus far in the season. Uh, and that leads me to my question here for you. I asked you which quarterback do you trust more in that Vikings-Bears game? Right. Which one do you like here more, Gardner Minshew, the rookie sensation that everyone has fallen in love with, or the old trusty veteran Joe Flacco? It'd be Minshew. I'm not a Flacco guy. Uh, you know, Is Flacco elite? No, he's not. He's a game manager, and I felt terrible for him in his last game. Was it the last game that they lost barely when the Broncos scored? Then the other team came down the field. Oh, that was uh, two weeks ago against the Bears. Two weeks ago. Yeah. See, I, I felt bad for Flacco, but I am not starting him. I'm never starting him in a fantasy oh, football no. lineup. No, no, no. Gardner Minshew has 65 completions through 88 career pass attempts. Okay, so he only needs six more completions in his first 12 attempts today to set the NFL record wow. for the most through 100 attempts. So the guy's been accurate. I think it's somebody that you can rely on. I think somebody that fans like now. And I expect Jacksonville to win this game on the road. Is Gardner Minshew a rookie of the year candidate? No, he's no. not. Uh, if no. he keeps playing like this, now, is he? If the Jaguars win four games this year, I don't think you can give the rookie of the year to a team that's won four games. Right. Especially when you have some guys doing some better things. Um, let's talk about the Monday night game. The Cincinnati Bengals will travel to the Steelers in a matchup of 0-3 teams. Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite, but... Really, it's been a, a sad decline for the Steelers this year. Mason Rudolph is getting the start, and Zach Taylor of the Bengals will try to corral him, but both of these teams I'm not very high on in fantasy, but fantasy owners have a right to be concerned. Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner were two high draft picks. Do you think they get to get it going against the Bengals? I think James Conner really gets it going this week. That Bengals run D is awful, and James Conner has yet to have. Only that. averaging 32 yards a game this year. Yeah, no, he's he's going to score two touchdowns in this oh, game. Oh, really? I, prom- I promise you James Conner will produce in this game, and I think Pittsburgh gets gets a signature win and can build off of this moving forward. Yeah, I like that. Andy Dalton ranks second in passing yards this season. Did you know that? Yeah, but, I mean, come on. And That's- Steelers have given up the second most passing yards this year in 908. So maybe a guy like Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd, I feel like, is a start, a flex start th- this week because the Steelers have not been good against slot receivers, and I think he could do a good job. All right, finally, before we wrap up the show and we're going to get you to kick off, I think we have one more game that we have not discussed uh, Raiders, yet. Raiders-Colts. Raiders-Colts at 1 o'clock. The Colts a 6.5-point favorite without Andrew Luck, but Jacoby Brissett has looked good. But the real fantasy play is T.Y. Hilton and uh, Marvin Mack. Mack has looked great. And uh, no, not Marlon Mack. He was on the Colts years ago. What? No, what no, you're you're uh, right. Am I right? Marlon Mack, yeah, Colts running back. Uh, he got kind of a rough week last week, but I think there's a better matchup for him at home. Uh, but I think T.Y. Hilton might be hurt again this week, so you might want to check on that. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has been the real deal, uh, p- probable QB two, and can plug and play here and there. This is a good matchup for him at home against a bad Raiders defense. T.Y. Hilton will not play against the Col- Oakland due to a quad injury right. 18 minutes ago. So do not start T.Y. Hilton. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. You can follow us at Billy R. Sports or at Billy Prickett 2. Every Sunday at 11 a.m. we're talking fantasy sports. And that's going to do it for us. For Billy and Billy on 790 KRD. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.